It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Hey now. Oh, you dropped a hey now. I pulled a, I pulled a Scott. Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> oh, I threw out a hey now last night. You did? Yeah, I don't do that very often on a weeknight. <laughs> Who is the lucky lady? <laughs> she was a waitress at Scatterbush in Burlington. <laughs> What did she say? And what drink did she throw on you? No, she didn't actually. I was there with a friend and we were just meeting up for dinner, catch up. Haven't seen him in a long time. Ian, how are you? Mm -hmm. And we were sitting there and it occurred to me he was just leaving work and he has to wear a suit at work. And because he was coming from work, I thought, well, I can't just show up dressed like a shit. Sure. I dressed up a little bit and we're sitting across the table and just talking about all sorts of stuff. And she came over. And she started talking to us like we were on some sort of a date. Oh. And it occurred to me, oh, you think we're gay. (laughs) And I didn't correct her. We just carried on with our conversation. How did she say it? What did she say? She just sort of looked at us like, aren't you two adorable? (gasps) Maybe you are adorable. I'm sure it was a beautiful picture to all the... (laughs) women and and men that were watching. Did he pick up on it too? Did you guys say anything about it? Or was it like an unspoken, she probably thinks we're gay, but don't even say it, don't even talk about it? She didn't, or sorry, he didn't seem to pick up on it. But it was little things. Like at the end of the night, she looked at us with a smile and said, is it one bill or two? And I thought, it's two fucking bills. We're paying our own bills. (laughs) It's not a date, right? Oh, and... uh, we ordered some appetizers, which were great, and then we each ordered a pizza, which is way too much for one person to eat in a restaurant. Right. So we needed uh, some takeaway containers. One of them, or do you want two? We're going to separate houses. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's not a fucking date. Right. That's But great. yeah, she gave me that, that look like, hmm. Happy new couple. Cuties. Look at you guys. Do you want to make Valentine's Day reservations now? (laughs) Do you two want me to take a picture of yes? Mm. No. No, that's good. It's not a date. And I didn't care necessarily that she thought I was gay, except she was hot. So, (laughs) (laughs) I no. This is not a date. It's not like a business meeting, but it's also not a date. Normally, we look like shit and go for beers and wings or play golf. So anyway, uh, I'm glad you had a good romantic evening. That's great. <laughs> you fuck off. That's You're great. just hey. stirring it up. <laughs> How? Um, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? You, uh, I mean, you got a full on girlfriend this Valentine's Day, which I think is different from last Valentine's Day. Not to say that you weren't seeing each other, maybe, but you're more serious now. That's I mean, right. This yeah. is your girlfriend. Where are you going to take her? Or are you taking her out? Or are you going to stay in or what? Okay. Am I a bad person if I suggest that we keep it fairly low key? No. Okay, we can do that. Do you have No, here's the thing with Valentine's Day, okay? It doesn't matter if you don't want it to matter. I my husband and I celebrated Valentine's Day, I think the very first Valentine's Day we ever had. After that, it was like here's a little gift and I usually leave him a little gift when I leave for work. If it's a weekday, I'll just give him a little something of his favorite treat or you know whatever some booze on the like it's very low-key ours is very his low favorite key. type of bj 
<laughs> Nothing says love yes, like. Come on, that's not what I said. <laughs> Doesn't mean I didn't do it, but it's not what I said. Uh huh. Um, no, but you know what I mean. Just little things like that. We don't make a big deal out of Valentine's Day because that's not one of the days that are super special to us. We have our own days that are special to us in our relationship. You guys have also been together for a very long yes, time. Yes, we have. And so, you've been married five years. Yes, and together for it'll be 15. So, yeah, I'm not entirely surprised that you guys don't make a big deal of Valentine's Day because you probably, well, at least the anniversaries you remember. He remembers all of them. You, for some reason, don't. But at least the days that you do celebrate, you make a big deal of them. That's good. I think that's great. Yeah. It just isn't always Valentine's Day for us. So I don't have necessarily those type of benchmarks or milestones in my current relationship. Okay. Does that mean that I'm somewhat obligated to do Valentine's Day? Because, I mean, I can. I just, I don't really want to. Has she given any hint that that's what she wants? Like, has she mentioned Valentine's Day at all or said, hey, it's on a Friday or mentioned anything in passing, little comment like that? Sometimes I think, wow, we have the exact same brain. We think the exact same way. And then it occurred to me, or does she just want to make it seem like we think the same way and she just goes along with my idea? So I don't know if she really wants a Valentine's Day, but doesn't want to say it, makes it seem like, ah, it's not a big deal. You're right. We don't need to go out that night. Let's... Let's stay in and order Skip the Dishes, which to me, by the way, is a fantastic Friday night. That sounds fine. I'd be totally good with that. No upcharge on the vodka, no having to tip except for the Skip the Dishes, which is beats a $150 bill at a restaurant. Absolutely. Yeah. When we can order wings from the Ivy Arms, let's do it. Giddy up. <laughs> sure. Actually, there was a really good study out this morning, and it asked people, is it a Hallmark holiday or is it a real thing? And are you looking forward to it or are you not looking forward mm-hmm. to it? And it's kind of funny. The vast majority are very much looking forward to Valentine's Day, but for different reasons. 56% say Valentine's Day is their day to show everyone they love some appreciation. Okay, so generic, spread the love, let's make it a feel-good day. 28% plan to celebrate Valentine's Day, not with their significant other, with their fur baby, their Mm -hmm. cat or dog. Okay. Hey, you know what? They need love too, damn it. They need love too, and they don't know that it's Valentine's Day, and no, they're not going to trek on over to Walmart and get you a gift or a card, but the love you get from your animal, Mm -hmm. that is completely unconditional, and there's no bullshit. I mean, my cat pisses me off sometimes, but generally speaking, I know... There's no issue there. You're good. I'm good with the cat. The dog, I don't see him as much as I used to, but there's unconditional love there. Uh, Kids, 51% say they'll do something with their kids for Valentine's Day. I think that's the way that I'll go is kind of just redirecting most of it and making it about the kids, letting them do Valentine's cards for their friends, giving them a little something on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I get it. 64% are going to buy gifts. Full-fledged presents. Presents. For either their friends or their kids or their significant other or their pet. Right. Flowers. Flowers are still a big thing on Valentine's Day, I assume. Are they? I don't know. I assume so. I think roses are very cliche. I mean, I was doing that when I was like 17 and I could only afford a half dozen. They're not cheap. And they were actually carnations, not roses because roses were expensive. Right. I always got lucky. (laughs) My mom's favorite flowers, carnation. So it was always the cheapest one. You get them by the boatload. Fantastic. Yeah.
57% plan on a special dinner. Most people will cook it this year. It's neat that Valentine's Day is on a Friday. I just think it's going to really ramp up the restaurant traffic, Mm -hmm. the hotel traffic, the limo traffic. I mean, if you need a reservation, you should get on that quick because there's not going to be many left if you leave it much longer. I was surprised at this, though. One in three would like to take the day off work to celebrate Valentine's Day. One in three want to take the day. Why do you need a whole day? And I know everyone's work shift is different. Maybe that's why. Some people are working afternoons. They're working late, so they can't really celebrate it in full. Maybe it's those people. But for the most part... If you have the evening, isn't that all? Is that not all you need? Am I, I missing something? I don't know. I do morning radio like you, so I have all day and I have the evening. Yeah, I'm good if we have dinner at four and we're in bed at nine. That sounds like a great night. That's a Perfect. fantastic Friday for me. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the evening plans. Think of it like Halloween. You don't want to work until five o'clock or four mm. o'clock or even six o'clock on Halloween because you got to get home and get into costume. That lingerie is not going to put itself on. You need time to get yourself ready. Prepare. Yeah. Take a shower. Have a shave. That sort of stuff. Get yourself ready because Valentine's Day is basically National Sex Day. Okay. Good point. Even if you are a total anti-Valentine, if you're with somebody that's a significant other or at least a hookup, you're getting laid on Valentine's Day. That's just the way it works. Mm -hmm. Everybody does it. So happy early Valentine's Day. As I get closer, I'll uh, I'll let you know what I'm planning. Okay. She she does listen to the podcast. Does she? Yeah. Okay, so you don't want to give away too much. I get that. Yeah. You can always But I also haven't planned much, in all fairness. (laughs) It'll be the 14th of February when Scott tells us what he's going to do that night. You have time to run around, though, rush around, and and you could you could pull the card. You could pull the I'm Scott Fox card and probably get some last-minute reservations if you had to. Okay, so I don't like to pull the, I know the Scott you, Fox card. I, know, I hate it. You and I both, but if you really, really have to, you could probably do it. And I think a lot of restaurants would accommodate Yeah. if I need to do that. Actually, I'll give him a mention. I've never even been there, but David Duncan House in Toronto leading up to Valentine's Day, is doing not a wine pairing with dinner. They're doing a scotch pairing with dinner. That sounds good. That sounds like something that has Scott written all over it. That's so dangerous. I mean, unless, I mean, if you're Ubering, it's fine for sure. But it's like I'm one and with scotch, one and done. That's a long Uber. What is that? Royal York and Don Mills area, I think. It's going to be an expensive night. Really good thread on Whisper right now. Bosses reveal... The awkward conversations they've had to have with their employees. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm trying to think of all the awkward conversations that my bosses have had to have with me. Yeah. I'm trying to think back too. Okay. Some of these, mine won't even touch these. So I'll Uh, just read some of them that are on Whisper. And if you want to read the rest, just search it. I had to tell an employee not to make out with her boyfriend in the break area. Oh yeah. You trollop. Save that for home. Hey, I'm going on break. Come on, let's tongue wrestle. In the break area? Yeah. Like, come on, don't even go outside the place. I don't know where this person Who works, does but that? I mean, whether it's uh, McDonald's or the Amazon Fulfillment Center. It's never okay to bring somebody who doesn't work there into your break area just so you can make out with them. Never good. This boss says, I had to tell employees not to leave bananas rotting in their drawer. The entire office now has bugs. Oh, 
my God. Okay, but there's people some, are animals. Animals. There's some people who never learned very basic things like don't leave fruit laying around. Maybe they had a, a parent that followed them around that did nothing but pick up after them. And maybe that parent in their life was later replaced by a spouse. When they're outside the home, they have no idea that you can't leave a fucking banana sitting in the drawer of your desk <laughs> until it's basically disintegrated and there's bugs everywhere. Some people don't get that. This person says, I had to tell my employee to stop walking around barefoot in the office. The dress code was business casual. Oh my gosh. Barefoot. Like flip-flops are one thing. Maybe some offices will let you get away with it in the summertime. On a really hot day. On a really hot day. But barefoot? There's people though. I mean, I've been on planes where I saw people as soon as they sat down They took off their socks and shoes because they wanted to get comfortable. I don't know. Is there any case you can make for that? Like, eh, I'm I'm a lot more creative, a lot more productive when I'm barefoot. Then you're not working from home, though. You're working at somebody else's place, pretty much. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. This person says, I had to tell an employee, wear your false teeth at all times when conducting business. (laughs) Yes, this had to be said. Okay. So you've got somebody with false teeth, a little gummy bear in the office, yeah. who's just walking around like this. Would you like to buy some stuff? Because they don't have any fucking teeth or in. people who, I know people who play with theirs. Oh yeah, they like who spit have, them like, out the and retainer, then suck them back in? Yeah, who have like the retainer with the tooth attached to it kind of thing and uh-huh. they just fiddle with it. Ugh. Can you imagine that? No. The boss had to tell you, listen, you got to keep your teeth in. Like this is just, it's a thing keep now. Keep in. Or get the veneer, is it the veneers that are straight drilled? Get it veneer style or whatever the case is where it's just drilled in there so you're not, so you don't want to play with it so much. My front desk guy was cutting his toenails at the front desk. What the hell? In front of people. I had to write him up for it. Never thought I would have to do such a thing. Okay, these are all under awkward conversations. But if any, if I was an employer, I'd like to think if any of my employees did any of the shit that you're saying... I would have no problem outing these people and being, what the fuck are you doing right now? You put, get your shit together or you get the fuck out the door and I'll hire someone else. Cat, it's 2020. We're not allowed to talk to people oh like that in the God. workplace anymore. See, this is anymore. why I'm not the boss anymore. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, you have to pull I, them aside and treat it like a serious thing. Like, oh, they probably didn't understand they were doing something wrong, even though there's no fucking way they didn't know that's wrong. Can I just say, maybe it's the type of person I am, I can't wait to call someone out for that shit. We fired an intern, one, uh, a producer one time. Yeah. And you remember the scenario. Uh I'll give you a few notes. It's just that we knew this particular person was lying on several occasions because we could read their fob. And when you enter and exit a building... It tells you what time you enter, what time you exit. We were privy to all this information. So he used to lie to us, show up late for work, and claim he had been downstairs the whole time and the computer froze. Or, oh, I've, I locked myself out of this room, but I was down there. Or, oh, I've been here. What do you mean? I didn't see your email. <laughs> Bullshit. So we called him out on all of it, and I couldn't wait for that day of the meeting where I'd say, look, dude, you're fob red, 6 a.m. You told us you were there at 5 a.m. You're full of shit. Mm-hmm. Not in that way, of course. I it was, was close. I was professional. You were pretty fired up. But I hate I hate when people lie. It's like the I can't. So if I had employees that lied to me, oh, I would have no problem going off on them in the nicest possible way. Imagine um, semi, but professionally fired up cat. It was pretty funny. It was uh, 
basically the same conversation you're hearing right now, just without the expletives, but at the same octave. It was really hilarious yeah. to sit and watch it. Do I you felt think uncomfortable. We're stupid is what I, think what I said at one point. I felt uncomfortable <laughs> and I wanted to laugh at the same time. It was amazing. Just amazing. Uh, yep. Uh, one more. This boss says, I had to write a note in the employee break room that tampons and pads do not go in the compost bin. What? Are there people that think in tampons the, are compostable? In the compost? Like in the kitchen? Were they putting them in the kitchen compost? Uh, presumably. I assume there's not a compost in the bathroom to begin with, so they must have been walking it out of the bathroom into the... <laughs> well, think about it. What, do they like wrap it in toilet paper and carry it back to the office? Probably bang on. Okay, but I admire anyone who's doing something to try and be more green. That was a very misguided attempt no. <laughs> at being green. No. Just throw in the garbage if you have to. Don't bring it out to the kitchen. Can you imagine carrying it through the office well, and just chucking it thinking. in the you... fucking green bin? This is pre-thought out. This is meditative. You knew you were going to do it. Like it's, The whole time you're walking thinking, this is the right thing to do. Da, 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 da. Like You know you're about to fucking do it. It's not like it was just last minute. Oops, I dropped it in the garbage can in the kitchen. <laughs> Going to drop what? this off and then research joining Greenpeace. <laughs> Going to drop this off and figure out when I'm getting my Nobel Prize for oh, contributions yoy. to the environment. Oh, that's bad. Crazy that people think like that, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. Okay, one more thing I want to fit into this segment of the podcast. Um, I know this is going to seem like a stupid question, maybe even out of left field, but you're at home. You just finished going to the bathroom. And it doesn't matter if it was number one or number two. You just went to the can. Do you wash your hands? Obviously, yes. Soap? Yes. Every time? Every time. Allow me to read you a new survey that asked 25,000 people online. Do you wash your hands with soap after you use your home bathroom? I think generally speaking, if you're in a public place, if you just dropped a two at an SO or something like that. <laughs> oh my God. You better pray they have soap there. They probably don't. I don't know about that soap. The, you know, like the pink soap that smells off-putting? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I don't it's know what goop. that is either. It's pink goop. Yeah. I don't think it's soap. I don't think it's, it's soap either. It's certainly not antibacterial. No. But I think generally speaking, people will wash their hands after they use the bathroom. That shit's killing something, but it ain't germs. People are different, though, when they're at home because they think, well, I know my bathroom's clean and I know my dick is clean, so I don't need to wash my hands. Or I didn't touch anything weird, so I don't need to wash my hands. People think like that. My pee isn't contaminated. It's fine if I got a little pee. That's what I doesn't. I don't know. I don't I don't get it. Only 58 percent of people wash their hands with soap. When they use their own bathroom. That seems low. 35% of people say, yeah, sometimes I do. 1% never do and 4% say rarely. <gasps> 1% never do, huh? Never do. You know those well, types. They think that literally their shit don't stink. They think my house, my bathroom, my dick, my remote control that I'm going to go and touch after oh, this. this don't touch things in people's houses. Now, now I'm not going to ever touch anything at anyone else's house. There's also people who think... Like, if you look at your hand after you're done, and there's, like, no shit on it, your hands are <laughs> oh, clean. Oh, my God. That is so bad. 
I this, oh my god that's and this is at their own homes this is at their homes their home this doesn't include the public areas that we visit on a daily basis right that's right oh that's gross I couldn't imagine so I I'm a bit of a germaphobe I wash my hands before I go to the bathroom and after you I do go to the before? bathroom before okay so I don't do it before the first bathroom break that I do when I get home from work I'll get home I'll I'll put my uh, my bag down i'll do whatever it is i have to do then i usually have to go to the bathroom by then it's been a while i wash my hands before i go to the washroom if you're handling precious equipment you want to make sure your hands are clean and frankly on the way home and for the the time that i'm wrapping up at work i touch my locker i might shake a client's hand any number of things i don't want that stuff touching my bean so I wash my hands for that one. Now, throughout the day, if it's just like a four in the afternoon, got to piss, I might not wash my hands before then, but I haven't really done anything. I've been home. I've been the most I've touched is the remote control and maybe petted the cat. OK, fine. But I always wash my hands when I'm done. Yeah. Who are you people that think ah, I don't need to wash my hands? I it's just, just me. I just I'm grew home. up that way, too. Maybe it's the way you grow up. Or something, but it was always like instilled in us as kids. You wash your hands. You wash your hands before you eat. You wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. You wash your hands after you come home. It was a big thing actually. My parents do that. I should probably think about doing more, especially cold and flu season. Yeah. Walk through the door. Wash your hands. That said, I have hand sanitizer in my car, so I'll usually do that before I leave my car. So I have a collection of hand sanitizers. Yes, you like a hand sanitizer everywhere. Yeah. In my locker, in all of my cars. We have one in the studio. Yep, we have one in the studio. We use that one. And they're everywhere in here because this place is serious about not spreading the flu. There's nobody wants their office to get contaminated and everybody to get sick. It's extra bad when it's a radio station where everybody so gets bad, sick. guys. Because people, they don't mean to, but they'll spit on things when they're talking right into the microphone. Then you got to use that microphone. I Lysol wipe things that I know. Sorry if engineering's listening, but I know I'm not supposed to wipe it down. Like you do. computer things and stuff that they're like, no, no, if you need it properly clean, let us know. Yeah, So you fucking get on it next week? No, I'm cleaning it today because I'm about <laughs> to use it today. Right. 100%. 100%. Um, in the office, there's so many dirty things, too. You just yes. generally like... Just, shared spaces. Ugh. Anyone who uses the shared spaces know. Even if you don't use shared spaces, people come by, they'll drop things off at your desk or they'll touch your things maybe. It's everywhere. This new coronavirus, by the way, scares the shit out of right? me. Why do they give it something nice like Corona? Like I think of a nice beach and now it's now I'm fucked. All I think about is like a gross flu. Absolutely. And it's a viral flu. It's not one that you can just get typical amoxicillin or something like that and it'll go away in two to four days. So the regular flu shot will not work on this thing. No, it's viral. And what is it? Nine people are dead so far. 400 people infected. They now say that it could be mutating and it's spread through the respiratory tract. Okay, I don't know 100% of what all of that means, but I don't like any of it. Mm -hmm. None of it. Well, there's, what is there, one confirmed case in the U.S.? Yeah. Like, that's too close to comfort for me. Sure. This is a person who came from China, I believe by way of another country, and they landed in Seattle. They've got it. And they caught it quick. They're trying to treat it. And, I mean, this is patient zero at this point for North America. Right. We've got to find out, A, how he got it, B, how it's spread, and contain it before he spreads it out to everybody else. If they let this guy out of the hospital and he wanders into a Starbucks or whatever, it is Seattle, there's a lot of them there, and he coughs, he sneezes, 
anything. If it's spread through uh, the respiratory uh. tract, then it's airborne. Well, think about the fact, I mean, he got it when he landed. So that airport, anyone he talked to in the plane, I mm-hmm. mean, they've got to go back. I assume that's what they do. Right. Because especially if it was a U.S. They're, air a flight. They're going to trace every single thing trace he did. Trace everything he did. Every person that was on that flight will get a notice. Get tested immediately. Don't touch anything. Don't talk to anyone. Go get tested. Don't go to work. At least that, that's what I hope they do. Mm-hmm. You're going immediately to a lab. You're getting tested right now to make sure you don't have it. I don't, I'm trying to remember how old you would have been at the time, but do you have a good real memory of SARS? I do remember SARS. I remember 2002, some, 2003. Yeah. I remember some jokes and stuff being made. Uh here right but yeah i remember it being a serious threat a serious thing people didn't want to come to canada tourists because they'd heard that sars was in canada and it didn't start here it just came here and that's what we're trying to avoid with coronavirus although they are linked they're the same family of viruses so this is different gotcha in any case i remember there were people walking up and down young street with masks on because they didn't want any potential risk of catching this thing that was SARS. And people took it seriously. Um, There's an Uncle John's bathroom reader. You see them sometimes in bathrooms. Oh, yeah, 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 the toilet book. Yeah, so they've told the story (laughs) of what happened to us. So uh, our buddy Dave, him and I were doing a morning show together, and our co-host at the time was Melanie. She went down to the Dominican Republic on vacation, and we thought just being Joe Radio guys. Oh, I remember this. I remember when you guys did this. We uh, decided that we would do like a prank call. Which is dumb, by the way. In, in hindsight, it's we can look back and say rude. it was hilarious, but dumb at the same time. So we phoned this resort and we said, hey, just want to let you know, ha ha ha, that girl that's staying in room 401 or whatever has got a rare Canadian fever. Sorry, a rare Canadian beaver. And we thought, ah, it's like a, it's a girl joke. Yeah, no, he thought we said fever. And when he thought we said rare Canadian fever, they quarantined the whole fucking resort. And then the people from like Sunwing or whatever it was called us and I thought we were getting fired because we got an entire resort in the Caribbean quarantined, created an international incident. How long was it quarantined for? A day. A day these people couldn't leave their rooms. Holy shit. It was bad. (laughs) Anyway, uh, in hindsight, pretty hilarious. It is kind of funny though. Uh, If There's an Uncle John's bathroom reader. It's in there. If you want to go back through them or Google it, if you want to read the full story because- (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad it was Dave that made the call and not me. Yep. All his fault. <laughs> In any case, I just don't want to repeat of that. So I hope they get this coronavirus thing under control. I'm Otherwise, we're all going to be popping antivirals. Yeah. And there's only so many of them. There's many more penicillins than there are antiviral drugs. And we don't want people to start building up immunities to those because you might need them someday. And let's just hope it doesn't come to that. Mm-hmm. Good luck, everybody. Oh, one more question. So let's say we go out to the reception area now. Let's say one of our great uh, sales reps comes in with a client. Hey, Scott and Kat, this is Mr. Whoever. He just got here from China. We'd <gasps> like you to meet him. Are oh, you no. shaking his hand right now? Oh, no. Okay, so if he, he reaches out his hand, but he's a client, and he just got, we know he just got back from China? He's just here from China. He wants to advertise Chinese things in Canada. <laughs> First of all, random. Second of all, uh, I mean, I probably... Wuhan is where it is in China where they say this originated. I might, but then I would immediately sanitize in my car. I probably wouldn't touch anything. I'd immediately just sanitize, right? Really? Why, you would turn down a handshake? You know what I would do? You know what? Now that I've had a moment to think about this. Tell me. I would do 
if he held out his hand, I'd say, oh, you know what? I'm feeling sick. I don't want to pass it on. I just don't feel well. I think I've got so coronavirus. Nice. <laughs> you don't want to shake my hand. <laughs> so nice to meet you. Maybe I'd give him a wave. You know what? You know what? Next time you come in, I'll give you a good solid handshake. I'm not feeling well. I'm going to go home. Don't want to get you sick. Can, can I do that? I'll flip the script. Sure. You can do it. Okay. Not me. I'm dragging him into the boardroom. Sit down. I got a few questions for you. Have you visited any farms in the last 14 days? <laughs> Are you running a fever? Can I take your temperature? Oh. I need to know a lot of information here. We can call a couple of people we know in healthcare, have them down here in no time. Yeah, in fucking hazmat suits. In hazmat suits. That's what's going to happen. Ugh. Listen, not trying to push the panic button here, but... It's scary. No, it is it's scary. scary. It's With scary. the little dribs and drabs that are sure. coming out in the media. Sure. Well, don't be like the 58% here Scott's talking about. Let's be 100% here. Everybody wash your hands. Not just after you use the bathroom, but on a constant basis, we can all help. If for no other reason, like forget not spreading the flu. You just touch down there. Yeah. And you want to walk around with down there in your hands? Like, come on. Oh, the toilet paper didn't touch there. No, just do it. Just, just wash, wash your, your fucking hands. Wash Did you flush the toilet? Wash your hands. There's a song you can sing. I know that parents teach it to their potty training kids. Absolutely. We just went through everything with Jacqueline. There's a great one by the Wiggles. Go ahead and look it up. There. You know what? Just for shits and giggles, I might. You should. <laughs> it's not bad. I might just do it's that. It's a potty song. Okay, we've got a little long. we got to roll, everybody. Have a great one, and thanks for listening to After 9. Hey, leave us a review. Uh, you can do that in whatever app store you downloaded the yeah. app you're listening in from or give us a rating that'd be great yeah love that